On this episode, we're talking the difference between a probate sale and a trust sale, and what are some of the weirdest things I've heard home buyers say. You ask real estate questions, and I answer them. This is the Ask Daniel Los Angeles Show. We made it everybody, episode 15, let's go. Dan asks, how can I figure out how much my home is worth? Hey Dan, so if you wanna figure out what your property is worth on your own, you wanna do something what's called a run the comps. And that's a little real estate jargon. Uh, comps would be comparable properties. And so what you wanna do is you wanna look within a half mile radius of your property, see what's sold in the last six months. You want to narrow it down by the square footage of the properties that are selling and the square footage of the lot size. You want them to be similar to yours. You gotta look at the pictures of the property and make sure that the condition is pretty close to the condition of your property. Now, just because it's within a half mile radius doesn't necessarily make it a comp. And the reason why is because there could be two different areas within half mile. Look at the difference between south of Ventura Boulevard and north of Ventura Boulevard. That's a huge difference right there. So that those are the basics if you want to figure out what your home is worth, if you want to find out um, a little bit more of a professional opinion, you get a real estate agent to come by, take a look at your property and do a walkthrough and then they'll give you their opinion. If you want an even more professional opinion, then you want to call uh, an appraiser up, they'll charge you about 400 bucks and they'll tell you what they think your property's worth. Paula asks, what's the difference between a probate sale and a trust sale? Hey Paula, so there is a huge difference between a probate sale and a trust sale. With a probate sale, you're basically dealing with the court system and the state, and the reason why is because the person who passed away in the home, they didn't have any plan. They didn't have a will, a trust, they didn't have anything set up. So it goes to the state, you're dealing with them, uh, there's a minimum uh, down payment that, you have, that the buyer has to put down that's non-refundable. It's, it's a big headache. As far as a trust go, that's really simple because the person, before they passed away, they had a trust set up, they already determined who's gonna be in charge of that trust, who is gonna take over the property, what's gonna happen with that property, it's all laid out and spelled out for everybody to see, so that's great. And um, selling a trust sale, purchasing a trust sale, it's really no big deal, it's pretty standard stuff, but a probate, much bigger of a headache. So if you have any properties, make sure that you have it put into a trust so that there's no issues that when you pass away, your family members, whoever inherits the property, it's gonna be really nice and easy for them. Steve asks, what are some of the weirdest things you have heard buyers say when taking a tour of one of your listings? People say some pretty weird and interesting things when they're walking through my open houses. One of them is is the paint color. If they don't like the paint color, they're, they're not gonna buy the house, which I think is just so weird. I used to watch HGTV all the time and I would get so upset because they'd say, oh, I don't like the paint color and make a big deal about it. I'm just thinking, why don't you just get a painter and paint it whatever color you want, problem solved. But people actually say that in real life, not just TV. It's very strange. There's also, if there's like cracks in the plaster, that's like a handyman repair that could be easily done. Um, but the buyers come in and they're like, what's that crack? Is there earthquake damage? Is the house collapsing? Like that's, I mean, they, they sometimes they take it to another level. You know, they just don't know. 
That's the main thing, they don't know. And so what I like to do when I, before we even put it on the market, I tell my sellers, look, I see these different problems. I know how the buyers are gonna respond to this. Let's get a handyman and fix these different problems. And that way you stop those weird remarks before they even happen. Lucas asks, the buyer for my home needs to get an appraisal done on my property. How can I make sure it doesn't come in low? So there's no real way that you can guarantee that appraisal is not gonna come in low. I mean, that would be considered fraud if some way you figured that out. But what you can do is you can put your best foot forward. And so before the appraiser comes, I want you to clean your house like your whole family's coming over for Thanksgiving dinner. I want that place to be spotless because I want that appraiser to walk through the door and say, wow, this is a nice place. They really take care of it. Everything must be in great condition. Okay, just as if they were a buyer walking in. I want you to do the same thing with that appraiser. The other thing is I want you to put together a full list of all the upgrades that you've done to your place over the years. And so I give them the list and when they're looking at the different comps in the area, they say, okay, the next door neighbor's house sold uh, for X amount, but the property next door, it has all these different upgrades, so it's gonna be worth more than that other property. That's the kind of things you wanna do for him to appraise the value higher and higher so that you can get that appraised value at the top dollar. That's it for episode 15 of the Ask Daniel Los Angeles Show. Please visit my website, contemporealtors.com. You keep asking real estate questions and I'll keep answering them.